What's up, you guys? Janika here, and welcome to Janika Whitney Radio. I help you become highly paid and prosperous in the online space. I am a published author, a self-made millionaire, passive income powerhouse, mother hustler of three, and I am a 2.0 branding and online business strategist for the woman who wants it all. I am on a mission to activate you to hashtag get that money for the freedom, the lifestyle, and the legacy that you are here to create. Join us as we dive in every week on money mindset, magnetic marketing, and monetization strategies to help you manifest next level success and create massive impact. Let's get into it, shall we? Hello, gorgeous friend, and welcome back to the show. So in the first episode of the year, I promised you I was going to bring high vibe guests onto the show and really help you like tap into your manifesting powers so you can create that rich and ridiculous reality, start, launch, and grow that business and tap into all your millionaire vibes. Okay, so today's guest, she was actually somebody who I hired to mentor me when I first got started in the online space. And when I came out of, I guess you could say like the spiritual closet. And I started really, I started really like tapping into my manifesting powers, right? Like meditating, uh, collecting crystals. And then lo and behold, um, my next guest, she's actually local to Vancouver here. I came across her profile and I was like, oh my goodness, I love her vibe. And even more so, she was teaching about chakras. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been introduced to chakra work, but I have to say there's so many different like modalities, tools, and different practices you can use to amplify your manifesting powers. But through my work with Amber, who I'm going to be introducing very shortly here, I have to say that I have released and accessed so much more energy. And since working with her and we even like went to Hawaii together since working with her, so much has been manifested. And here we are. I'm so excited to introduce you to a friend, a soul sister, a mentor, a spiritual, oh my goodness, she's just a spiritual a goddess. And it was through her work and a lot of the things that she does that continue to help me grow and elevate even through her app, which if you stay, stay until the end and you look in the show notes, there's actually a discount code for her meditation app, which I absolutely love. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's one of those experiences that you have when you see someone online, you love their work, you end up creating magic, you vibe off each other and, and now you're, you're, you're helping other people access, um, yeah, new realities. And this is what this conversation is about. You guys, we're going to get quantum. We're going to talk about money. We're going to, it's, it's a real conversation, um, that anyone can relate to, especially if you're feeling kind of stuck in your nine to five, you're waking up to what's real. You're going through like this spiritual growth and evolution. You're maybe stuck in your finances and you want to, you know, you want to take your business to the next level. This is the conversation that you are going to calibrate to because you're going to see a lot of yourself in Amber and our conversation here. So I'm not going to say anymore. Let me just introduce you to Amber Lee Lyons, who is the founder of Chakra Girl Co. and the Rituals by Chakra Girl app. You guys have seen me talk about this in my Instagram stories 
love her meditations. The app is actually your daily dose of spiritual rituals for the modern woman. Amber Lee's video library of on-demand rituals, bridging you to higher consciousness, one activated chakra at a time, and drawing parallels between spirituality, luxury, abundance, soul purpose, and multidimensionality in a digestible way. Mmm, such a vibe. Everly is the host of the podcast, Shocker Girl Radio, where she interviews top experts and spiritual celebrities alike to share the insights, rituals, and energy hacks that have led to their ascension. She is also the co-founder of Prism Intentional Fine Jewelry, which has just been released. It's a company on a mission to inspire the modern spiritual lifestyle and elevate the collective vibration through luxury and higher consciousness. So go ahead and grab yourself some tea, maybe take some notes, grab your favorite crystal. We're exploring the world of a really powerful chakra goddess, and I can't wait for you to tap in. All right, let's get into it. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the show. Oh my God, I need to take a couple of breaths because I am so excited to share our next guest with you all. This goddess has been in my world from the very beginning, ever since I decided to step into the online space. I've followed her journey through and through, and this is actually kind of like a personal catch-up session, I feel. We're just missing some tea um, or a glass of wine, uh, but you guys... I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to share my good friend and who shocker girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having, I mean, the last time I saw you in person, was it in Hawaii? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that was so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. So, okay. I have become obsessed with your teachings ever since I really tapped into my own spirituality. And I feel like We've sort of been parallel with where we've been headed um, in terms of like the work we want to do, how we want to create in this space. But so much of, of that has transformed for both you and me. So today I really just want to I want to talk about um, our relationship with money and uh, how it's transformed over the years, especially because there are a lot of people listening to this that have worked a nine to five or they're in their nine to five right now um, that are looking to break free. But I think it's so important for people to trust um, in themselves, their intuition, which is what you're all about. So why don't we just dive right in and tell us your story about when you woke up and realized that the nine to five world wasn't for you and how did you get started in the online space? I feel like I always knew the nine to five world wasn't for me. I've always had a problem with authority. I've always like hated having to be somewhere at a specific time. That was not my choice. Like I was just never something that I wanted. And even when I worked in offices, I just like felt physically like ill while I was there, like the fluorescent lighting and like the pencil skirts. And I was like, this, this ain't it. This is not for me. Um, and so I actually initially started my business as a jewelry company and it was like chakra and crystal gemstones 
to heal your modern girl problems <laughs> and to heal your chakras. And I launched the business and immediately realized that people were really excited about having like a modern and fun look at spirituality. And so many people were reaching out to me inspired by me having started a business. And I started kind of thinking of like, okay, how can I start sharing this information? And I kind of like sat down and I had this massive download and it was actually a realization that as I did start my jewelry business, it required me to tap into every single chakra in parallel. So when I was building the foundation of my business, I had to tap into my root chakra. When I was building my brand, I had to tap into my sacral chakra. When I was actually doing the work and putting myself out there, I had to tap into my solar plexus. And I, I was like, okay, I got to package this up and like show people the steps to launching a business while also showing them how to heal their chakras and, and tap into that infinite energy that's inside of us. And so I started... I guess what we would call like spiritual business coaching, spiritual business mentoring. And that, you know, was my main gig for a good six years and it just skyrocketed and it was really, really magical. And there was always an undertone of ritual and of, you know, the spiritual practice and, you know, but then of course had those more kind of like masculine business aspects, which is no longer feeling super aligned for me. So so that's kind of how it all started. And then of course, it's like definitely transitioned over the last year. Yes. And we're going to get into that uh, before we do. So there's a couple of things that you said there about this feeling and this knowing that you weren't meant to be or do things the conventional way. And I think there's something to be said about that feeling and like trusting it and then following your creativity. That's sort of like the next step, right? Thinking outside the box. Well, what would what would light me up? And this is where our paths crossed. And um, the work that you've done for yourself, it, it's impacted so many people because um, when you started to dive deeper into the chakra work and your, your spiritual journey, um, that's when I became really intrigued in chakras myself. And I have to say, and I, and I probably told you this already, uh, your work and the way that you teach chakras, it's so fun and it's so, <laughs> it's so modern um, and it's so badass because I was able to, I remember when I was launching my business, I was able to really connect with myself, especially as a new mom, I was able to connect with myself and actually breathe life into my own business. Um, and I remember when I decided to take Chakra Girl Business School, which is what Amber's talking about, you guys, like having birthed this like business school. I was a student and doing the inner work. It's actually, it was the fuel to the growth of my business. And that's why we ended up going to Hawaii together. Amber had like an amazing retreat for her clients. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it's been so transformative. I still listen to your uh, meditations. Actually, your meditations are my favorite. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Which you guys like, that is just the tip of the iceberg with what Amber has created for herself. Uh, but I think what's important here to know uh, is that there is an infinite amount of abundance that we get to tap into. And I think I think a lot of us are stuck logically in um, what the next step is that we forget that our creativity is abundant. So did you ever at any point um, 
have any reservations around whether or not you can create you know an income from the things that you love to do or was that something you you learned growing up or like where did you decide that you can actually become like prosperous in your purpose i think just seeing other people doing it that really inspired me and i know it's like it's like hit or miss with the whole coaching world and that 10k months and the oh, and like talking about how much money you make like sometimes it irks me but yeah. the truth is that like that was what made me realize i could do it cuz it was very much like okay if she can do it i can do it yeah. and then yeah. of course like the mindset work of if you're jealous of someone that's an indicator of you know, I should pay attention to what this person is doing because maybe that's what I want as well. Because I did really have that kind of like competitive, you know, I, I like grew up in a small city and it was very like big fish in a small pond. And I was very competitive and yeah. wanted to be the smartest, the coolest, <laughs> the prettiest. And then it was like, you know, moved, I moved to like the big city yeah. and it was like, okay, I need to like, if I want to have that fulfillment. If I want to, if I'm seeing all these women that are starting their businesses and they're becoming successful and I'm sitting here making excuses as to why I'm not having it, then I need to really shift the way I'm thinking about this. Mm -hmm. So going from like a jealousy comparison, like victimhood to, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. What is she doing? You know, how, what is it that she has that I want? What does it look like for me? And how can I really take what I am doing in my life? I always say like, we're meant to teach the things that changed our life the most. And what changed my life the most was this inner work, this chakra work. And I know that that was what was unique to me and my journey. And then that was what I was supposed to share with the world. So it was kind of like a, like nailing down what is, what am I meant to share? And then be like, okay, if these people can have it, I can have it and see how are they doing it? <laughs> and then really like, really doing the work. So I think those are, it was definitely not something that came natural to, to me to just think that I can do it. It really took me seeing that and having it exemplified for me. I love that. And it's as simple as just taking responsibility of uh, your emotions. It's like, I'm jealous and this is a me problem. Yeah. Uh, and so, and I, I can, I feel like anyone and everyone who's human can relate to these feelings and emotions. Uh, but like you, it, it has been the thing that's changed my life. And um, I think it's also the biggest block for a lot of people when it comes to creating um, a rich and ridiculous reality, which is what we talk a lot about here, whatever that looks like for you is um, whatever you see in somebody, it's actually an indication of something that you are not seeing in yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as soon as we can shift that, oh my goodness, like we end up hiring those people, we end up like working with them and they end up changing our lives. And I think I think if I hadn't done the work that I, I did around shifting jealousy, I probably would have still been giving you the cut eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like if someone is making you jealous, like the number one thing you need to do is start like kissing their ass a little bit. And um, if they have something that they can offer you to help you buy it. Yes, yes. That's like, that like taming of the ego is a complete game changer complete complete oh my god it is everything and it 
Okay. So we can probably go off on that forever. Um, But the key thing here, you guys, is that when you want to create a new um, income stream or you want to break out of your nine to five or you want to live a life of purpose um, and to ensure its prosperity, it's like just look around you and ask yourself who inspires you what are you naturally interested in and uh yeah and and just take the next step and see where it leads you so so you took the step you did the thing you followed your intuition you're doing the inner work um the chakra work which is really powerful so talk to us about where that led you so you were coaching clients and it sounds like you know and and i saw you 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 were you were working a lot. And I think it takes, it takes effort, especially in the very beginning to, um, you know, to, to recognize what you're capable of. So at what point, cause I know you shifted and you're, you know, doing other things, uh, but what, why did you shift and uh, how would you define your relationship with money in relation to like, is it more of a hustle? Are you in flow state? And what was like the next move you made from, Um, yeah, from selling courses and working with clients. Yeah. So I got to a point where I kind of felt like I reached all my goals and it was like, okay, I've, you know, been getting the six figure months. I've, you know, I would like set targets of like how many people I wanted to have in each program. And I would hit those targets. And then I got to a point where it was like, okay, like, is this, even fun anymore. I think it needs to be fun. Like it needs to be gamified. It needs to be like, I need to have these like goals and targets. And I was like, okay, cool. I could add another 10 people. I can add another, you know, few thousand dollars. Like it just came to a point where I was like, this no longer excites me in terms of the work, not even, I don't even want to say the amount of work I have to do. It was the actual work. Cause I actually didn't feel like I was hustling that hard or working that long of hours, but the work that I was doing no longer felt exciting for me because I was doing it for a long time. I'm someone who gets bored very quickly. I'm a generator in human design. I'm only meant to be doing things that are like, a fuck yes. Like this feels amazing. And when you're doing something for six years, it just doesn't have that same sex appeal. (laughs) Um, so, so yeah, I just, so I would say there's kind of like a third dimensional, a fourth dimensional and a fifth dimensional reason that I decided to quit the coaching industry. The third dimensional reason was I was just getting so annoyed. Like you kind of said with like people with like money issues, people not paying their bills, people with mommy issues, issues, projecting them onto me. Um, people with single white female energy, like there's, there are some weird energies that come with being a coach. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of like got a little bit sick of it. I actually am like, believe it or not a bit of an introvert. And it just like kind of became too much of like being so out there. And I really, I mean, and here's the thing, I do so much energy and protection work, but if people are throwing daggers at you of like jealousy of whatever, like eventually it, you, it does affect you. So I was like, there was a little bit of weird energy going on. Yeah. Could I have, if I was so passionate about what I am doing, could I have definitely gotten through that? hundred percent. It wasn't worth it for me. Um, fourth dimensional reason would be just like the world was changing so much. I had like another awakening. I was just seeing all the craziness going on in the world. And I started to feel like that was kind of more my mission and like waking people up. 
And that, you know, during that time I was relying so heavily on my own rituals Mm -hmm. and it became, you know, my growth and my happiness and my success, um, became so much more reliant on the inner work than the business work. And like I said, I always say you should be teaching people the thing that changed your mind or sorry, that changed your life the most. And at, you know, for a long time, it was starting my business that changed my life and, you know, fulfilling my purpose and all those things. That was the thing that I wanted to share with the world. But upon, you know, all the crazy things happening in the world, realizing what really matters, it really boiled down to my practice. And so that's when I was like, okay, I I just, I want to focus on only sharing the rituals. Like we need to like get this out to more people. Not everyone can afford, you know, the, the $3,600 program. How can we make this something that can span the globe? You know, the world needs to awaken. And so that became my (laughs) biggest priority. And then the fifth dimensional, I mean, it's just that that's what was meant to happen. Like that's what was meant for me. And, um, I started my, my, my business journey as a jewelry business and every piece of jewelry came with a meditation. And now six years later, after like a six year stint in chakra girl business mentoring, I'm back with the meditations and the jewelry. So it's like, it's come so full circle. It's like so wild. And I remember when, I shifted from jewelry to the coaching. And I remember saying, this is not the end. Like, it's not the end of jewelry. I was like, I'm setting the intention. I'm going to like find the perfect partner and who wants to make the jewelry. And I'm just going to do the marketing one day. And it just happened. And actually, you know what? I feel like the mastermind that you were in of mine, the girl that I'm partnering with for the jewelry, I think she was in that same mastermind. She didn't come to Hawaii because she had a young baby or was pregnant or something. Chantal, I don't know if you met her, but maybe she was in a different round of it than you. Oh my God. No way. I know Sophie, right? She's okay. Yeah. 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 And Sophie was my first coach. So it's funny. So it was like, Sophie was my first coach and then we became friends. And then Chantel was, I was her coach and then we became friends. And then I just kind of brought us all together. (laughs) Oh, I, I freaking love that. And like, you would not have been able to like breathe life into this, like project um if you didn't go through what you did because through journey you met all of these people that like we were talking about before this it's it's all come full circle um wow so okay tell us like (laughs) which dimension you forgot the part where you sold everything so uh amber lives well she used to live in vancouver here um and i i remember like when we first met at like pacific rim and um, it was great. We were city girls and yeah. we, you know, yeah, we were just kind of um, getting started. Well, I was getting started. And then at, at what point did you sell everything, which dimension? And then now you're where? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was all fifth dimension. Um, yeah, we, we, so once we were allowed to, or no, while we were still allowed to travel, while things were starting to get crazy, we literally, right when they were like, okay, we're changing the rules. We like, as of now, this type of person is not allowed to travel. We literally booked a flight that night or for the next day, went to Mexico. I saw that. 
What's that? I saw that. I saw you went to Mexico. Yeah. You're like, fuck this. Yeah. So we bought a place, wow. uh, which is still being built. Oh. And we were like, okay, so we're going to spend, definitely spend winters in Mexico. Yeah. Um, things have calmed down here now where people are more equally treated <laughs> for yeah. now. Um, so we are, um, you know, we're like, okay, so if we want to spend winters in Mexico, where do we want to be in the summer? And BC is so stunning. So we were looking in the Okanagan and that area. And then all of a sudden, like, so randomly, we came across like a brand new house on a golf course and a lake. And we were like, we drove up and looked at it a few days later, signed the papers and we're like, it's happening. So yeah, so we're here and then we're looking, we actually funnily enough yesterday had the most wild manifesting day yesterday. Um, we went to like a presentation of like the new developments being built on this golf course and we're looking at buying a lot in building. So I so, yeah. That. So like, I'm like, it's funny, like to your point, like, am I a hundred percent sold and living here? I'm like, mm, like, it's not like, I don't want to say it's not fancy. Cause like, we're like, I, we're on a golf course in a lake and it's like stunning. Yeah. Um, the houses are all brand new on this golf course. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but it's like the city is not <laughs> a five, which is fine because I'm like, we, if I'm in like my like home that I've designed and like, I don't need to be out and about that much. And then if we're, you know, living in a beautiful place in Mexico in the winters and then a couple of Europe trips throughout, I'm like, okay, I can do that. I just need my little fancy fixes. And then we've been coming down, we've been coming down to Vancouver, like every, like at least two, every like six weeks, I would say we're down in Vancouver anyways. So um, so yeah, it's so different, but I was just, I literally was craving nature. And I, again, like with all the crazy stuff that happened in the world, I just felt so much more connected to nature and earthing, but then also like the cosmic realm. And it was like calling me to like, get out of the city. I just like, I like viscerally could not stand being there anymore. So, um, so interesting. Yeah, it I was think- very like my husband are, and I are both very spontaneous. Yeah. And, yeah. We just, it felt right. And we you did it. And I have no, otherwise it's not going to work for people that are right. So that's exactly. great that you found someone who is just as, um, yeah, just like as a free spirit as you. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That is pretty crazy. And I feel like the more work we do internally, the less we actually need. And the more important it is for us to just be happy. And there's something to be said about, uh, you know, when you're choosing a career or a business, you get to a point where, yeah, it's making a lot of money. And I I honestly got to that point in my coaching business. and, And I was kind of telling you about this is that it was making a lot of money and I started um, an affiliate marketing uh, sort of aspect of my brand and that made me a lot of money. (laughs) But like you, I really need to look at my human design again. I'm pretty sure I'm a manifesting generator, but I get bored a lot and I I need to be fulfilled. And I think no matter how much money you're making, like at the end of the day, are you actually happy? Are you actually genuinely happy doing what you're doing or are you doing it for the money. And I think um, even when you are doing the work, it's always so important to check back in, like, wait a second, hold on. (laughs) Is this in alignment or not? Because um, 
because, you know, sometimes we're just being redirected uh, to the next level or the next dimension in this uh, conversation, which is really, really cool. So anyone who's experiencing any sort of um, shift or this like feeling of discomfort or like you're starting to outgrow something, it's actually because you're growing into something else. Well, and, and then like, let's be real too. Like there's a shedding process. There's a limbo stage that is really fucking uncomfortable. Like it's, it's not always like a super smooth transition. I'd be lying. If I said mine was, I'd be lying. If I was like, Oh my God, like going from making that much money to now being in like the building stage of something and just trusting. And like, it's so wild, all the like money manifestations that come through, of course, But when you have built this concept and these beliefs and these stories in your mind that I have to be selling this specific thing to make this amount of money, I need to be working this specific way to make this amount of money. It's like we cut off any of the like miracles or guidance that can come through to do it in a different and more aligned way. Totally, totally. Yeah. It's like the unwrap this constant, like unraveling and then remembering, remembering that. Totally. Well, (laughs) and it's like, it was like a complete unraveling of my entire identity. Like it literally was like, I would literally realize that identity is like such a false man-made fickle thing that is attached to our ego. And like, I was like, okay, I have to literally like delete who is Amberly? Who is Shocker Girl? I need literally need to delete that and just tune into my heart and and let it flow because it's too painful to let go of the idea of who you thought you were. It's like a death, totally. and like yeah. if it's like that sounds obviously like super dramatic, but like it's like the number one thing to like learn is to release your identity and to like release your your ego obviously yeah oh something i know sorry oh i think there's a package at the door your child my <laughs> child is crying <laughs> oh, cute. oh my god i miss the i miss the pictures of samson <laughs> i know i so like i'm low-key i'm gonna be like again like with this identity thing like I'm I am feeling so called to just like start an Amberly Lyons Instagram account and like turn Shocker Girl Co into the podcast and then have rituals separate and then have like the like it's kind of crazy to have four Instagrams but or I'll turn Shocker Girl Co into rituals I don't know but I'm like I just feel like for me, I'm like, I need to have just like a personal Instagram that is not, that has zero intention of selling or promoting anything. Yeah. And then I can just like show my dog and like my outfits and like, oh my gosh, maybe that's going to be the next death of, or then like what needs to happen for you to really like step into this. I hundred percent think that that's the next thing. And I'm like, I, like I said, I'm so spontaneous that usually I just would have done it by now because, and like, I've had to stop myself. Like I did reserve the name, but 
I am so like someone who just like does things before I've actually thought them out, which actually always ends up working out. P.S. Prism started as an online magazine. And then I really didn't think it through or like, how am I going to monetize this? I was like, I want to do this. I'm doing it. It's going to be fun. And I did it. And then I was like, okay, this is a lot of work and it's not making it anyway. And then the jewelry business. And then when we decided to start the jewelry business, I was like, Hey, I have a website and a brand we could use. (laughs) So, so it was like, I started a coaching, I started a jewelry business, turned into a coaching business, started an online magazine, turned it into a jewelry business. So, you know, I think there's something to to say about starting before you're ready, but yeah, this Instagram, I've, I've decided to like, think about it before I do it, but I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like the neck. That's like the thing that is yes. maybe going to catapult you into I really think it level. Yeah. And yeah, I'm the same way. I actually, um, because I'm so creative, I, I rebranded and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm going to be Janika Whitney and just own it because I might think of a different name tomorrow, but at least I won't be able to change my, my, exactly. identity. <laughs> So true. So true. Oh my goodness. I love that. And it's all so real. It's also true. Um, That's one of the things that I, you know, constantly want to remind my audience is that in order to, for us to reach this next level of purpose and prosperity, we've got to like shift our identity. We are not those kind of people who, and I think that's the number one thing that holds us back is like, we tell ourselves, I'm not the kind of person that does that. I'm not the kind of person. I'm just not the kind of person that takes risks. It's like, you can change that. And it's just a matter of like deciding who you are today Um, because we're constantly evolving, especially when you're doing the inner work. Yes, (laughs) It's like peeling, 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 and then getting to the core. So, all right. Now, we can go on forever, but really and truly what I want to, to get across here, because you created this TikTok about how to get rich while you sleep. And here on Janika Whitney Radio, we talk about how to create a rich and ridiculous reality. Um, so how do you suggest that we make money while we sleep? How does that work? Is that like a strategic thing or is it like an energy? Oh, okay. So, I mean, that specific post was related to a ritual that I created that has so many layers within it. And so I created a ritual called get rich while you sleep. It uses subliminals and like all these things. Um, Hold on. Is that on your app, babe? It's on the app. I'm totally diving into it. Okay. Yes. Rituals by Chakra Girl. You can get the app at chakragirlco.com. And we will link it in the um, comments. <laughs> um, and yeah, so essentially like what we're doing is we're accessing the quantum field. And the quantum field is where everything that you want already exists. Literally every single possibility exists in the quantum field. And so we are allowing our subconscious to access that space. I love how Joe Dispenza describes being in the quantum field as where you are nowhere, nothing, and no one. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the, the little piece of quantum awareness that we all have. It's like, we all have that within us, this, this consciousness. So it's tuning into that and realizing that that's not you as an identity. That's not you as the person. Everyone has that. So it's like tuning into that And then we also use visualization, of course. So with, when you're in that quantum field, you create the vision and manifestation has like three main pillars. There's 
consciousness, time, and space. So if you create the consciousness of it, that's step one. And then the time is literally like your times, like the dumbest word to use because there is no time in in quantum reality, but it's like the, the moment of attention. I call it like the point of convergence between cause and effect. And then the next one is space. So consciousness, time, and space. And then in space is you pulling it into the physical reality. So if you can, in your state of consciousness, at a moment of this conscious awareness and this point of convergence between cause and effect, pull this manifestation into physical reality, then, you know, that's, that's how that kind of trifecta of manifestation works. So we're getting you into that quantum space, creating the conscious vision of it so that you can pull it in. Um, and then we're also simultaneously calming the nervous system. We're using binaural beats. The 888 Hertz frequency is the frequency of abundance. Mm. So we're kind of like putting that into your mind. Um, and as you are sleeping and dreaming and you are in this conscious state of awareness, then it's literally like co-creating with God universe source because you're in the frequency of creation, you're in the quantum realm, and that is vibrating through you, through your body, through your aura, through you physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, (laughs) and yeah. Physically sometimes. Physically, yeah, 100%. I've had some crazy physical experiences, but like, as you're saying it, I'm, I have my, my eyes are closed. So that's why we don't do the videos when we record this. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the, I don't know. I feel like I just went through meditation. Amazing. Oh, my God. oh, that is so freaking cool. Yeah. Because it needs to happen in the, like within yourself, like whatever you want to create outside of you needs to happen within you. Um, mm-hmm. So whether that's money or you want more freedom in your life and you want to break away from whatever it is that you're doing, it, uh, you can actually create it in your consciousness. And I love how you broke it down for us. Um, and how we can tap into, uh, the quantum field, which is, which is, which is, I think going to help people realize that it doesn't need to take time all this time that we think it needs to create success or change. Um, it, it doesn't exist as long as we can find the space and the, um, the practice is to actually, uh, get us there energetically. Things can happen way faster. Totally. But then I'll also say like, we also need to just remove the idea of time from our manifestations because if we set like a time limit, a limit, we automatically are going into fight or flight. Right. So it's like, if you're in a state of desperation, panic, stress, like, okay, this, this, this timeline is approaching. Like you automatically go into fight or flight where you literally physically cannot manifest. So do you suggest then to get into the state of creation, high vibes, like obviously, um, and, 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 and like you said, to keep that vision in mind, instead of focusing on 
the lack of time or like the, yeah, like don't put a timeline, like any of the goals that you create, like don't give it a timeline because a, it could happen way faster than you think. And you could be blocking that. So it's like, if you have this like vision for your life, don't put a timeline on it because here's the thing, like, let me give you an example. So when I was launching my first business, I got, um, laid off for our, yeah. So I got laid off from my job and actually, no, let me put it this way. I was starting my business and I had this idea in my head that I was going to quit my job when I made X amount of dollars in my business. And I set a timeline for that. Uh, Okay. Without like notice I got laid off at the time. I was like, Oh my God, this isn't the blah, 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 freaking out. Right. Um, However, that ended up being a blessing because I ended up making that money way more quickly because the time, like it was almost like I had to fully release control and then the money ended up being able to happen more quickly because I didn't have this, like this vision in my head, like of this, like rigidity. So it was like, and then the layoff ended up being a blessing. So at the time it's like, okay, now I need to make X amount of dollars in X amount of time because I don't have a job. So it's like, it's like, we create all of these like reasons in our head as to like why something has to take a certain amount of time, but like something better could be happening that makes it take a little bit longer, but it's a better result. Or it could be something where like the result comes sooner. Like I wouldn't have wished to been laid off, but it ended up being a blessing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually probably the thing that was holding you back from speeding up time was this job. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And, and and motion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we just need to release like how it happens. Like how it happens. Oh my God. Yes. (gasps) Okay. So good. So good. Okay. So to really understand you guys how to get rich while you sleep, um, these are just the fundamentals, but it's so important for us to experience it. So pretty sure I am going to be meditating on that, um, with the app over the next few days. And I encourage y'all to do it. Um, but we are wrapping up here. There's so much we can go off and chat about. What are you excited about most in the next, I, I guess, like in the last quarter of the year and, uh, what's the most exciting for you going into 2023? Mm, I think, I mean, I'm so excited about the jewelry launch because that's literally happening tomorrow. <laughs> so oh my God. I've been like eating, living, breathing jewelry and it's like so exciting. Um, so there's Are there going to be crystals on the jewelry or? So our first round, we have diamonds and white chocolate. Like this is fine jewelry. Like this is not like, you know, beaded mala bracelets. Like we are like fine jewelry, high end, but then you can also choose like, if you don't want solid, solid gold, if you want to, if you're like more price conscious with it, or if it's something that you're just going to wear as a fashion piece and it doesn't need to be solid gold, then you can get like silver with 18 karat gold plated, mm-hmm. um, which is a lower price point. Um, and then you can choose, okay, are diamonds important to me or would I rather have white topaz? Um, but yeah, so our next, so like our signature collection is all about like vibration and intention. It's called the celestial collection. Mm-hmm. And it's like the concept of is like as above so below. And so every piece is very intentional. And then our next big project is going to be a charm bracelet, which has, we're calling it the Oracle and it will have different chakra 
pieces and different things that you can put on or off depending on your intention for the day. That is so magical. I love yeah. it. I love it. And by the time this episode um, airs, we'll have the links for you guys to check out the collection. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited for you. And I'm so grateful that we're even having this conversation, knowing that you've got a big launch tomorrow. So with that being said, thank you so much for dropping your gems here and taking us on like this cool journey into quantum levels of uh, purpose and prosperity. Uh, where can we find you in the online space? Okay. So I'm deciding right now that I'm going to start an Instagram called Amberly Lions. <laughs> so follow me there. I'm going to need wow. followers. I feel so and honored then, that this yeah. was decided on this show. <laughs> the coming out. Um, and then Chakra Girl Co. is like my current Instagram And then rituals by chakra girl is for the app. Like I have four Instagrams, you guys. And then prismofficial.co is the jewelry. Okay. Yes. And that's also the website for the jewelry is prismofficial.co. And that's that Instagram handle. And then the app you can get at chakragirlco.com. And if you use coupon code chakra girl, you can get a month for free. Yay. Yay. We like free and we like codes. Yeah. I think the code is only good till the end of October. Oh, okay. So when is it airing? It's going to air like, like right in October. So they'll okay, have perfect. So you've got a couple weeks. People. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a gift. Uh, thank you so much for all the gems and for sharing your journey. I hope everybody here knows like how lucrative your creativity is and um, how important it is to just invest in your your vision and your dreams and to do the inner work. Um, and uh, Amber is here to support us through that. So thank you again so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So lovely to catch up. Lovely to catch up. <sighs> All right, you guys, I will see you in the next episode. Have a beautiful day. Bye. This episode was brought to you by the 15-Day Business Builder Challenge by Legendary Marketer. If you want to learn how to master high-ticket affiliate marketing, the most simple side hustle for an extra income stream, my multi-millionaire mentor, Dave Sharp, who's been featured in Forbes and Entrepreneur, he'll teach you exactly what he taught me and thousands of others built a sustainable, high-level, and profitable business. Go ahead and grab the link to a 15-day challenge and get connected with a business advisor one-on-one on your next side hustle idea.